Welcome to the Grow Your Practice podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Chad Madden, owner of Madden Physical Therapy and Breakthrough. Join me each week as we dive into the best practices, systems, principles, tips, and tricks to help you grow your private practice. Hey everybody, Chad Madden here with the Grow Your Practice podcast, and today we have a, a very special guest, Jared Adams. Jared is the Chief Business Office Officer of Theracentric. Uh, they're an RTM. We're going to talk specifically about this, so welcome to the podcast here, Jared. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me. We're excited to chat. Cool. So um, RTM, obviously a hot topic. Uh, before we get into that, I know you're the co-founder at Theracentric as well. Can you give us the backstory about how you got to this point, how you co-founded the the company, and ultimately the the origin story behind Theracentric. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a long, wild journey. Uh, my background kind of came um, from gym management, personal trainer, um, kind of that background. Um, I was really frustrated at the time with my patients uh, or my clients at the time, and they had a really hard time following the programs I would give them outside of the gym. Um, so my best friend who was a software engineer at the time, I was voicing my frustration with everything in the gym and delivering exercises to my clients. And we basically created a fitness app. Um, it was a pretty successful fitness app. Um, something that was different about it. It was, we focused on tempo training. So we gave a visual metronome for people in the gym to follow. Um, those isometric, concentric and eccentric contractions, those were all totally customizable. Um, and it really allowed the client to flow through the exercise and we would put them through a certain pace. Um, so we launched the fitness app. It was pretty successful. And then after that, we went into a tech in incubator in Bellevue, Washington. And one of the head honchos over there had to go through probably a couple dozen surgeries. He's been handed exercise programs through physical therapy his whole life and him and his daughter were using our fitness app at the time. And he said, Hey, I really want to put this into the physical therapy industry um, because I'm not super satisfied with what I've seen when I went through PT myself. So we kind of started that journey. We launched the fitness app in 2017. Um, 2019, we started interviewing hundreds, hundreds of physical therapists, going to clinics, seeing what um, gaps were in the industry. And then we started building a very user-friendly software for home exercise programs. Um, we had um, some hints that RTM was coming in that early stages. So we've kind of developed the software around that um, to allow for a very user-friendly experience for the provider and the patient. And now we're just kind of expanding into different clinics in different regions of the US. Cool. Any uh, names of the people that you mentioned there? So your co-founder, I know you started talking about that. Um, your friend that had helped you develop the fitness app, and then uh, also your CEO might make yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Sam Bender, he's our CTO. He's um, the most intelligent nerd I know. He knows everything code, and he's kind of developed this thing from the get-go. So he is the brains behind all of this. Um, we brought on our CEO. His name is Doug Baldwin, ex-Seahawk. Um, wide receiver. Um, he came on the team from the incubator that we were placed in. Um, he has been through physical therapy many times and kind of saw the vision of where we were going with Theracentric. Um, so 
that was a pretty wild experience bringing him on board um and it's been really fun to work with him um and then i i i actually am not a physical therapist um i really didn't know much about the industry when i started this um journey um and i actually injured myself on purpose i started running and jump roping every single day because um, i've heard you can get shin splints through that and i would do it every day twice a day and i got really bad shin splints and i actually went to lake washington pt I know you know Ben Wapker. Um, I went there and kind of started learning the ins and outs of PTs, the clinics, talking to the PTs and what they need in the software. Um, so it was a very interesting introduction into physical therapy. Um, but I love chatting with PTs and chiropractors and really learning what how we can do to improve the industry for sure. Yeah, that's great. Uh Jared, um ben, yeah, Ben's been on here uh two or three times on the podcast. Yeah. Um, great guy, awesome business owner. Uh, making a lot of headway in the the private practice arena for sure. So great. Um, yeah, thanks for going over that. The when you I know within trying to solve the RTM problem, and we'll talk a little bit about where you see that going here in a bit. But before we get into that, what so what is like what were the main things that you learned from the hundreds of private practice owners that you talked with? Um, you can share your own experience in there. And then how does Theracentric solve that problem versus the other solutions that are in the marketplace? Absolutely. Um, I mean, tech as a whole in the healthcare industry, it lacks user-friendly software. I think everybody knows that. Um, you look at like the fitness side of it. There's so many beautifully designed apps from Apple, Fitbod. There's so many beautiful apps out there and everything is user-friendly. Um, so we really wanted to bring that aspect to physical therapists. And every time we interviewed them, they were really frustrated with how many clicks there were, the login, the access codes, being able to record videos with my patients. Um, so we kind of took that whole approach of user friendliness and these tools that should be available to you at your fingertips on any device, whether you're working on your iPad, your phone, or your computer, that should all sync in real time. If you're working in a cash-based practice and you or you're a travel PT, like you should be able to work on any device and be able to really deliver care and the best care possible through a really good home exercise program um, on any device. So we really started with building a user-friendly software where PTs could whip out their phone or tablet, record a video of their patient, and it saves HIPAA compliant onto the patient profile. They can make any changes anywhere and it instantly shows up for any patient on any device. Um, so that's kind of where it started was the user friendliness and recording videos of patients in the clinic or at their house um, and saving that in a very secure way. So I, and I just thought about this, we should probably define for everybody that there's a major assumption that all owners that are listening to this know what RTM is. So just in case there was an owner under a rock who doesn't know what RTM is, can you talk a little bit about it and how it's uh, being integrated in private practices today? Yeah, absolutely. So RTM stands for Remote Therapeutic Monitoring. Basically allows you to bill for monitoring um, patients through a home exercise program software. Um, so you basically add patients onto a software such as ours. Um, and you assign exercises through it, it tracks their activity, um, and then you can bill for that. Um, so it kind of sets us up for the future of PT and hybrid care, where you can kind of treat them at home when they come to the clinic and be able to monitor that and also monetize it. 
Yep. So I know um, Medicare has been reimbursing it for a while. There are specific RTM codes, and I know there are a few private payers as well. It looks like there's some headway. Is there any barrier to like full adoption across the insurance industry with RTM? Yeah, we're still waiting for some private, as you know. Um, but I mean, there's there's of course going to be barriers. Um, RTM is a new thing, um, but we're really trying to provide um, providers their tools for them to test out and use RTM. There's a lot of good solutions out there for RTM, and we kind of built ours around a very um, flexible way of, say, someone who owns a small business being or a small clinic being able to use Theracentric to reimburse for RTM, and they don't need to have this huge investment bringing a bigger software on, they can really just add their patients, export the data and be able to reimburse for that. And we've had many clinics taking advantage of this. Um, the process is pretty manual at times. We don't have a full-fledged feature that kind of tracks the activity and days and billing and stuff like that. But we give you all the tools for you to take advantage of RTM yourself and play around with it and see if it's really worth your time. Okay. Are you okay? Right. If I put you on the spot, we Absolutely. can always <laughs> do you know your number one client for who uses RTM the most? Yes. So we have high def physical therapy in Bellevue. Um, they've been <clears throat> reimbursed for Medicare and United Healthcare. Um, I know a lot of people are dropping United Healthcare is what Ben said. Um, but those are, that's our main client right now. Okay. Great. So they're the, the biggest and best user. And I always go back to the, um, the founder, I think was a movie with, uh, about Ray Kroc. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning of the movie, he is uh, selling milkshake machines and the McDonald brothers order eight milkshake machines. And he's like, I need to see this operation. So in private practice and in any business, it's always best to swim upstream and find who's who needs the most milkshake machines. So uh, high def using a lot of RTM. Do you, is there anything unique about how they're rolling it out? Um, of how they've overcome obstacles, barriers within the, the marketplace um, to get the adoption that they've had and the success that they've had. Is there anything unique that you see, Jared? Yeah, I think it comes down to the enrollment and the, the language around how you are onboarding your patients for their home exercise programs. Um, our most successful clients typically have it during their first visit and evaluation of they pretty much just ask for the cell phone number of the patient. They send them a text, add them to Theracentric, and we handle everything on our end. We send them emails, text reminders to get them to download the app and register. And that allows you to bill for that first code. Um, so it's really just the language around enrollment of assuming that your patient is going to be using a mobile device um, and not judging based on their age group. A lot of our customers say, hey, well, Medicare, that's older population, they're probably not going to be using this that much, they're going to want a piece of paper. And that's actually complete opposite of what we found based on our data. Our most successful and active users are that 50 to 70 years of age. They download it on their iPad, they get their text reminders, they hit the big blue button, start exercises, and they follow through the tempos and the timers, and they have the highest activity. The lowest activity is actually like 20 to 30 year olds because they kind of assume they know how to do it. They don't need as much assistant, uh, assistance. Um, so 
I think what it really comes down to is the enrollment and not just kind of judging your client when they walk through the patient, when they walk in door being like, oh, they probably won't be into this or they don't want it on a mobile device where sometimes that patient actually is the patient that will use it the most when you assume they won't. Yeah, completely agree with you on uh, everything you said there demographically mm -hmm. and the iPad generation. Um, there's pretty much everybody 65 plus is on some sort of exactly. uh, Galaxy tablet or iPad for sure. Yeah. Um, the, okay, so I'm the therapist. You come in day one. I'm treating you, Jared. You enroll. You download this on your phone. What does the rest of the process look like as you're going through your treatment for um, the utilization of RTM? Yeah. And what am I doing? Yeah. I'm going to back up a little bit and kind of talk about compliance. Um, RTM doesn't work if you don't have compliant patients. Um, that's how it is. Um, you might be able to bill for the first code of getting them onto the platform. But if you want to use RTM and maximize it, it all comes down to patients complying to their exercises. When we interviewed a ton of PTs across the country, we realized that like, yeah, compliance is a huge issue, but it really comes down to the quality of resources that you are supplying to your patients. If you give them a piece of paper or a YouTube link and they have to read the piece of paper or they have to go on YouTube and they get an ad, like those are all barriers for them to complete and understand their exercise program. If you give them a very streamlined process that is engaging and fun, then they are going to be more likely to be compliant, which allows you to be to maximize RTM to its full potential. So we really took a step back and be like, okay, we understand this whole RTM thing, um, but how can we build it better and engage our patients more effectively? So we made the made that fun. We're trying to engage the patient as much as we can. We have illustrations, we have animations, um, we have puns and fun push notifications that get people excited to open the app. Um, we're going to be later on um, launching a reward system where we have them spin a wheel and they can win something. So it really comes down to getting your patients on the app and using it. And that allows you to bill for that RTM. Um, so once the patient gets added onto Theracentric um, and they create an account, um, it's very easy and simple. Then they can get push notifications based on the schedule of how many times they're supposed to be, complete their exercises. And once they do that, process and they flow through their exercises. We give them multiple angle videos. Um, we give them timers and tempos that are all exactly prescribed and custom to that patient. Um, once they complete that exercise program, we show that data on the clinician dashboard for the provider, and then they can export that and bill it in a very streamlined way. Um, so it really just comes down to the engagement of the patient and then being able to track the activity. And right now, like high def, they're kind of manually tracking what patients are doing this, what they're billing for, and kind of manually exporting this data and getting reimbursed for it. Cool. Um, where do you see the future of RTM? Because I know over yeah. the last three years, we've had a ton of different changes within the industry. And, you know, there was some thought that we were going to be completely um, remote in terms of our service delivery. Now that's kind of gone away, but there's this semi-hybrid model. Yeah, just curious about what you see in, in terms of the trends in the industry. Yeah, I love that question. Um, I think everybody agrees, every industry expert or PT, like they see some type of hybrid healthcare in PT. Um, and I think right now that's RTM. I think it's likely to change. 
But I think it really comes down to the data that is being used for reimbursement and getting those patients to engage. Um, if we have a ton of clinics around the country being reimbursed for RTM and their patient outcomes aren't really there, the insurance companies are going to have a red flag and they're gonna be like, what's going on here? We just re reimbursed X amount, but we're not getting the patient outcomes that, um, that should be happening. So like where, what is really happening on the back end? If there is a RTM or home exercise program app that's being used, and it's just a video and all the patient does is open it, hit mark is complete. That's not a lot of data around is the patient actually spending time completing those exercises. And I think, and what we think at Theracentric is that's the future of where this hybrid care is going to go. Um, they want data around whether the patient is engaging and exactly how are they engaging? How long are they engaging? And they are going to want proof and verifiable data around is that happening? When is it happening? And how do we know it's happening? So we've built our platform um, from the ground up to really track all of that data. Um, so the future of where we're going, um, I hate to spill some of our secrets, but I think it really, it kind of tells a story of where we think RTM is going is we track data for the patients on their device. So like I said earlier, if you give them a lion hamstring stretch, we're going to give them the exact amount of sets and how long they should be stretching for. And we guide them through that experience with the exact prescription you gave them. So if somebody is just hitting a button, mark is complete, um, or say the, the timer is going and they should be at home stretching or the phone should be stationary or they're driving or the phone is like walking and they're supposed to be doing a stretch we would have verifiable data around, oh, did the patient actually do this? Like, what's the likelihood of this exercise program actually being completed? And that's what we think is the future of RTM. It's not just, oh, did they open an app and hit done? It's really, okay, what data do we have around the start, finish, and what's in between all of that? Okay. Tough follow-up question. Yeah. The, um, sourced from an insurance company, or is that a very intelligent, educated guess. That is where that is an intelligent guess from our team of where we think this is going to go based on other technology from other industries. Fair enough. Appreciate your honesty. Yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely. great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you talked about patient compliance and accountability. Um, In our clinic, so traditionally we and I'll, uh, we're, we're uh, what do we call that? We have this confirmation bias on just our own experience. So years ago, probably 10, 15 years ago, I went through and we developed this, you know, 300 plus card system of everybody that comes through, they get a carabiner mm -hmm. and also um, cards like that we update for people that they carry with them. The the benefit is that at least for us, it's, it's word of mouth because women will literally have it on their purses. Um, it, it's a conversation starter, et cetera. We're the actively rolling out RTM there. There is a lot of resistance. Can you talk a little bit about, um, the, you know, so you have high def as the peak experience. Can you talk about some of the barriers for practices that as they're going through and they're rolling this out, some uh, biases that they might have, some barriers that they have, and how their eccentric helps them overcome those barriers of getting buy-in and accountability with the therapists. 
yeah, I think our biggest our biggest hurdle is changing the behavior of the provider. Um, everyone gets stuck in their own way. They like using the software they use. They're really used to it. Um, the exercise library is a huge thing right there with the language of exercises. Um, so that's kind of our biggest hurdle. Um, but we've we've taken a different approach. I'm going to bring it back to the user friend friendliness aspect of this whole thing. Um, a lot of the softwares we played with and talked to PTs about, um, they didn't utilize user-friendly features um, that were necessarily available to the software when it was created. So think like Face ID. Um, that wasn't used on a lot of previous software. There was access codes and things like that. So um, they have a bad taste in their mouth when it comes to utilizing technology from the past with current patients. Um, and what I mean by that is if you add a patient onto a program and you give them an access code through a paper and you send them off and then they try to access their exercise program and they don't have their access code, they're going to have bad compliance and not do their exercises. And then the PT gets frustrated because their patient's not doing their exercises. And it's this full cycle um, where we, our approach is we want to take work off the provider's plate we are going to handle some customer service requests. Like if you add your patient on there and they, for some reason, have issues and can't log in, we are there to support you. We are a assistant to your business to provide the best customer service and care to your patients. Um, so we want to make it easy for the providers. Um, our enrollment's really easy. We actually allow any provider just to sign up on the app store or on our website, and they can start using Theracentric like, like it's a Spotify account or a Netflix account. Um, so we're trying to bring really user-friendly tools for HEP to anybody in the country and eventually the world. Like anyone can go on there, any travel PT that works for Luna um, or anyone who owns their cash-based practice, they can go on there and they can subscribe and start adding patients just like that um, without all this friction and confusion. That's great. So um, in, a, in a use case, uh, for business. So if I'm a practice owner and I'm looking at RTM, um, interested in learning more. Um, can you talk through a, like a business use case? So most business owners think this, how much is this going to cost me? And what's my revenue potential? Can you talk through at least the revenue potential? And let's say you have a million dollar practice doing uh, yeah, a million in revenue. And it's a, there's a thousand new patients per year coming through roughly, you know, 80 a month, can you talk through um, how you present the math and how an, an owner should think through that? Yeah, I don't know if I exactly have all the data around that and the answers for that. Um, I'm not a billing expert. Um, I honestly describe RTM and how to use the feature. And we really let the practice kind of experiment and see if it's actually worth their time. Um, so I don't know if I have the exact answer for that. Well, well I'm going to throw out revenue potential. Um, I'm I'm guessing with the codes that are out there today, it's about $150 per patient mm -hmm. that is compliant. So if we have, let's say, 30% compliance with patients that are coming through and the insurance company is participating with us, 30 times 150, we're talking about, I'm, is it, wait, wait, I just, 30% of 1,000 would be 300 times 150, roughly $45,000 a year in revenue. 
so I mean, there's significant revenue potential in an environment where we have declining reimbursements. Mm -hmm. So if they did nothing more than add 150 in revenue with 300 patients, that would literally mitigate the Medicare cut that we just had this past year. So, Absolutely. I mean, that's how, that's how I know I asked the question and answered it <laughs> as well, yeah. but, uh, um, that's how I would think through it. Um, the, so for owners that are, uh, interested, what's the best way for them to learn about Theracentric and exactly what you're doing with RTM, Jared? Yeah. Um, the best way would definitely be to get a demo by our team. Um, our software, it's simple, but there is a lot of features that are available to you. So if you really want to maximize Theracentric and the home exercise programs and get the most out of RTM, um, we would want to walk you through how to do that. Um, you don't have to do a demo. It is self-serve. You can register and use those tools online. Um, but I would definitely recommend getting a demo with our team just so you can maximize those, um, those tools. I did want to talk about one of the tools that I do think can potentially change the industry um, and how providers are managed from owner the ownership standpoint is we do have a lot of data analytics going on on the back end that we provide to you as an owner um, around HEP compliance and your acceptance rate for patients. So if you are using Theracentric and say you have 10 providers on the platform, um, you can see every single provider on there. And we actually give you the data around how many patients has this physical therapist added on a Theracentric and how many have accessed their home exercise program. So you can use this information to kind of coach and manage and optimize your team for better RTM and better patient compliance and a better patient experience. Um, and then we also allow you to see the HEP compliance per provider. So meaning, say there's a physical therapist in your clinic and they have an 88% patient acceptance rate, meaning that of 100 people, 88% of them go and accept their account. You can actually see their HEP compliance for that provider. So that tells you a lot around the language of onboarding and communicating the importance of a home exercise program to your patient. If you just add them on here, send them a text, they're not very likely to download and be very compliant with their exercises. But if you are going through their onboarding and their first visit and you really explicitly tell them, like, I only see you for an hour or two a week, you really need to comply to your exercises when you are at home. And this is the tool that will allow you to do it. And I'm explaining all this to you at the time, then their HEP compliance is going to be much higher. You let them know I can see your activity. If you leave notes, I will be here and I can respond to those. So you really set them up for success. And then that allows you to manage your practice accordingly, being able to see that across multiple locations or multiple providers and be able to kind of put fires out or um, let certain providers know they're doing an incredible job and taking that information and learnings from one PT and pushing it across your entire clinic. That's great uh, and genius to have that backend data, very helpful for a practice owner. Um, so if somebody's interested in the demo, how do they find the company? How do they book that? Where do they go? Yeah, it's easy to do. Just Google Theracentric. Um, and there's a big button that says request a demo. Um, and you'll speak with one of our team members. Yep. And uh, so I'm guessing that button is at theracentric.com. Correct. As yes. well. Um, any other places that they should go on social media or anything like that? 
Yeah, Therocentric um, or at Therocentric on Instagram. We post pretty regularly on that. We had a lot of fun at CSM interviewing a lot of our customers. Um, we've been posting that. Um, so we're pretty, pretty active on social media. Love to talk to our patients and providers. So great. We'll include those links. And just for everybody that's listening, Therocentric is exactly spelled exactly as it sounds. T-H-E-R-A-C-E-N-T-R-I-C.com. Uh, check that out. Jared, uh, this was awesome. Thank you very much for being here. Are you f- okay if I throw uh, one final question at you? Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. Most influential book uh, because you are you went through the uh, incubator, right? Why, yes. What, it was like a Y Combinator type thing. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, most influential book that you've read in the last five years as you've gone oh, through the boy. We got it. Uh, the Buddha and the Badass. What's that about? Oh, there's so much about it, but it <laughs> it basically talks about somebody who kind of dropped everything and became a Buddha, um, and they kind of went um, went abroad and really found themselves, and they brought a lot of that practices into business and how to lead a really quality team, um, and not just a team, but like how to treat people with like high value and just like be a good person as a whole and how that kind of sinks into business and leadership and building good product um, and not just focusing on the product and the money, but really like how you're treating people and what you're delivering to this world um, and how, is, how to bring that with really good energy. So that was a really good book that I bought all of my employees and friends. So, yeah. Very, very cool, man. I'm going to check it out. Jared Adams, thank you so much for doing this and being on the podcast. This was great. Absolutely. Thanks, Chad. If you're watching this video right now, I'm going to guess that you're a practice owner who's battling against declining reimbursements, upward pressure on cost, increased cost of operating your practice day to day, and also shrinking profit margins. So to answer that here at Breakthrough, we just launched a new program called Profit Under Pressure. And in Profit Under Pressure, you're going to get three primary things. The first is a 13-week masterclass where we're talking through the advanced latest principles on marketing your practice so you can fill space that is the space of your clinics you can fill your therapist schedules um, with direct to consumer marketing Um, you're also going to get any time that we solve one problem in our practice we usually create another problem so the one thing that we're hearing a lot of is you know how do i calculate my finances so we have specific training in the 13-week masterclass around how to help you uh, plan and project to be financially project to be more profitable. And then as a bonus, when you apply and get into the course, the other problem that we often create is now we need to hire therapists. So I've never seen a market like this where it's been so difficult to source and ultimately hire therapists and also retain them. So we're going to have a specific training as a bonus for you around that. Plus you're going to get the breakthrough software, which is the same exact software that I use in my practice to get direct to consumer marketing patients, uh, primarily from our patient list and also from cold traffic marketing. So if you're looking to grow your practice, you're looking to increase your profit margins to have a more sustainable, more viable practice, uh, this is the course for you. Just a few years ago, you know, there was lots of trends here that are working against us. The, the, the current's not moving in the right way. So a few years ago, the industry average was uh, 14.6% in private practice PT. 
in terms of margins and profitability. Today, that number is significantly less. And it looks like with another Medicare cut on the horizon that many of us are going to be facing even more pressure. This course is how to help you navigate that. So how do you add a cash pay service? How do you negotiate with uh, insurance payers? How can you drop a low payer? That's all going to be covered in the course, that 13-week masterclass. And also, don't forget, you get the bonus on incentivizing, uh, retaining PTs, uh, how to source, how to hire, and um, how to do that as well. So it's going to help you grow your team, be more profitable. Here's the deal. You have to apply to get in. We want to make sure that you're a practice owner. We don't work with uh, hops practices, pops practices, uh, that type of PT. We only work with private practices. So you do have to apply. I know as of this recording, I believe this class is currently already fully occupied. Um, so when you apply, we'll make sure that you get into the next possible class. If you are a fit and if this program is right for you, just scroll down below. You can fill out the application in less than five minutes and somebody from our team will schedule a call with you, walk through, make sure that you're a good fit for the program. And this is the right solution for you. Remember to visit GetBreakthrough.com to access our free resource library designed specifically for private practice growth. While you're there, make sure you register for a complimentary growth assessment to learn about potential opportunities for growth in your local market. Again, thank you for tuning into the Grow Your Practice podcast and supporting our mission to help people in pain get back to normal naturally.